Hello and welcome to another episode of the Let's Buzz You Up podcast. My name is Esther Aiken and I'm your host for today and I absolutely buzzed to be here. Firstly, I'm going to start off with an apology. I am recording this and no matter what room I go into, the weather has been atrocious and no matter where I go, you'll hear potentially windows rattling and high winds and all the stuff to go with it. And I have pretty much tried to do the whole recording in a closet with a thing over my head, a blanket over my head, the whole nine yards. And every time I do it, it sounds absolutely horrible. So I've just gone back into my office and whatever noise you hear, again, I'm very sorry, but I'm just going to get straight into the episode and fingers crossed the power doesn't go off and my roof stays on if I get through it and download it then clearly none of those things have happened and the world is a happy place. So the feedback I received from last week's episode on part one was amazing and thank you so much for the positive comments especially around the goal setting and burnout section. I came across a quote this week that I thought was rather well suited to this week's theme so uh, of productivity and that's a dream written down with a date becomes a goal, a goal broken down into steps becomes a plan, a plan backed by action makes your dreams come true and this was written by Greg S. Reed. It made me realize how much of my life I actually already live by this quote I am a serious goal setter ask anyone that knows me and I drive them all bonkers with my ambitions and don't get me wrong most people are great at setting goals but the difference is I set goals with dates and I create a plan that steps out the how and the by when and I always take action to complete my goals Sure, it can get a bit messy and I do pivot a bit, but I have every intention of becoming a financially free woman that helps inspire many others to do the same. Ultimately, my biggest goal is to be able to step out of the social norm of a nine to five and paying through the nose to a faceless bank all my hard-earned cash to have the privilege of a roof over my head but to be able to do that I need to have a serious level of productivity as I am only one person with only so many hours in the day which means I have to work smarter and I have over the years found some awesome methods that have worked well as well as some epic well, failures like anything, and the productivity hacks in this episode and part one combined, even if you are able to implement a small aspect of each hack, it will improve your productivity knowing, especially if you've been feeling a bit lost lately, these productivity hacks can help you get back on track again and laser focused on what you would like in your future basically to look like. The first productivity hack for today is to use technology to streamline tasks and automated processes in your business. And it is to, one, use project management software to manage team tasks and deadlines. There are so many project management tools out there, but I have found that it helps to ask around and get 
basically recommendations from people in your business circles to see what they are using because a project management software is not always a one-fit-all kind of deal. It may require a bit of trial and error before you find the right one. And it also pays to automate sorry, repetitive tasks using tools like Zephyr or IFTTT. If you are unfamiliar with these tools, let me explain what they are. So Zephyr is a product that allows end users to integrate the web applications they use and automate workflows. As of 2021, it connects to more than 4,000 apps with free and paid plans. The company was founded in 2011 and is fully remote. And IFTTT is a private commercial company founded in 2011 that runs online digital automate auto oh my gosh I'm, this is ridiculous automation platforms which it offers as a service their platforms provide a visual interface for making cross platform if statements to its users which as of 2020 numbered 18 million people these platforms have an element of free access, which is great when you first start getting familiar with them. In the beginning, they may take a bit of getting used to, but once this is up and running, your productivity increases and you're, but you basically regain an element of time back. And another productivity hack is to use cloud storage services like Dropbox or Google Drives to share and collaborate on documents. I've had a few epic failures lately with my USB memory sticks failing and my external hard drives being so full it's starting to I think lose stuff also my phone memories are chocker and paying for Dropbox has been an absolute lifesaver but if you're worried about online safety then make sure you have a backup of your backup implementing a customer relationship management system or a CRM to streamline sales and customer interactions like HubSpot. So HubSpot is an American developer and marketer of software products for inbound marketing, sales and customer service. Some of the biggest online influencers use HubSpot and they have some incredible free resources as well like how to do social media certifications that are free to take but also they often have a heap of business tools that by having it all in one place boost your productivity like by loads and another hack that some of my clients have found helpful is to use virtual assistants like Siri or Alexia to set reminders and automate daily tasks this is an area that I'm not 100% confident in and I still use my calendar app on my phone with the alarms that go off to remind me of where I need to be and what I am up to but worth investigating a more sort of newer shift in productivity improvements is to adopt chatbots or AI powered tools to handle customer inquiries and support. This is something that more and more businesses are starting to use. A very simple example is Facebook Messenger or Instagram Messenger. If you choose a certain word in your DM to trigger your sales funnel, it can respond automatically and basically you're effectively communicating with your clients but be mindful there is still nothing like the human touch the next hack 
technical technical hack is to utilize social media management tools like Hootsuite or Buffer to streamline social media tasks. There is also Metrical, which I've been dabbling in and have found it to be quite reliable and you can utilize the free version up to 50 posts per month. If you're only posting once per day, then this works out beautifully and maybe perfect for you. I found that as I have a few different accounts over different platforms, it has been a bit temperamental, but I'm sure once I iron those out, it's going to be a game changer even for me. Now, this is next to, this next one is to use online appointment scheduling software to simplify booking and scheduling. It's Definitely the next step to up leveling, and that's using Calendly. Calendly? Calendly. Um, Calendly. <laughs> it's a software company that develops a business communication platform used for teams to schedule, prepare, and follow up on external meetings. But it also works for the individual, and it can be integrated into your website or social media platforms. They also have a free version that can be perfect as a business newbie wanting to grow. It does require a bit of time management on your part, but also easy to use, especially if you're working with clients all over the globe. Now, this next one is to implement electronic signatures and digital document management to streamline document workflows. It's amazing and has saved a heap of time time running around, especially if your team is scattered basically in different cities. However, it does come with a warning. Be very aware where your signature is displayed as your signature is still used for identification purposes and hacks hackers may be able to take advantage if it falls into the wrong hands. So possibly develop two signatures, one for online and one for your private matters. Now the best hack is to use online invoicing and payment processing tools to automate billing and payments. Before rushing into these tools, ask your accountant to see which they prefer you to use. For example, Zero or Mind Your Own Business. Mine likes Mind Your Own Business. If it's not, um, it's not as expensive as Zero, but still produces fantastic results. And what every every sort of monthly fees you're paying it's still saving your fortune at the end of financial year with your accountant having to do way less when it comes to working out your taxes. This, again, is a simple way to improve your productivity. The next practice has to be what well, is a little bit of an overlap of last week's episode, and that's to stay organized and keep a clean workspace. Do not underestimate the importance of a clean workspace, regardless if it's an office or a factory floor. Always start with a clean slate. Begin by clearing everything off your workspace and only keeping the essentials. If there is too much clutter, it can slow down your productivity by not having enough room to move around or to many distractions to achieve a clean slate. Basically, invest in storage containers, drawers and shelves to keep your items organized and easily accessible by utilizing storage solutions. It also ensures your items stay clean, reducing your need to dust or sunlight fade. Yes, it's a thing. 
Don't forget to label everything. Label your items and containers to make it easier to find what you need, especially if you have staff. It's a waste of productive time if they have to hunt for equipment or resources when simply labeling items will speed up the search. This can lead in nicely to creating a filing system, keep important papers and documents in a designated area and organize them by category or importance. This isn't just in your computer systems, but also in your paper copies. It still pays, speaking from experience, to have a paper trail or backup. This can save you a lot of anxiety and stress when technology fails, something that has helped me tremendously over the years is to, again, use a calendar, but keep the calendar or planner to keep track of appointments, deadlines, and tasks. I'm not talking about the digital appointment setter, Calendly, or even the calendar in your Google Drive. I'm talking about the old-fashioned kind of calendar, one with pictures and the big squares so that you can have a written version on the fridge or on the wall by your computer. Not only is it a visual stimulus, but your family can see where you're at and what's coming up. And this includes your staff and or anybody that needs to know where you're going to be and what kind of events you are committed to. This also leads into keep a to-do list, make a daily or weekly to-do list to keep yourself on track and prioritize your tasks. This is a slight overlap again, but as it is such an important part in staying productive, I figured reputation is key to changing habits. With that in mind, I want to also mention the need to minimize distractions. I mentioned one of the ways I do this is to use my chainsaw earmuffs. There is nothing quite like hearing myself think. I use them to write my podcast and it has really helped in improving my productivity. By doing this, I have developed a routine which has again boosted my productivity but it has also made it easier on my daughter as she knows when I have the earmuffs on she only distracts me or disturbs me when it's really important and again I'm going to remind you to take short breaks throughout the day to stretch, move around and clear your mind. This really is such an important productivity hack. Now the next next practice is improving in improving productivity is to take on batching. This is a very efficient way in practicing time management and improving productivity. As soon as somebody mentioned batching to me in the past, I used to always think of my ex-mother-in-law doing a big batch of muffins or a large batch of mints for several dinners and then freezing it in for future dinners when They were always on the go. And yes, this is definitely a very important aspect of being a mum. And I do this regularly as I have gotten older. Batching has become such a big part of my life that I'm not even aware that I'm even doing it now. I automatically set time aside during the week to book a few well, basically to cook a few bigger meals or do a run of baked goods for my daughter's lunches that I didn't even consider it batching, just a good use of my time. 
But I did start to integrate batching into other aspects of my life and business. Like if I do a reel, for example, instead of doing only one, I was doing a few. Or if I was taking some business photos, you take a few extra and after a while it becomes almost second nature. Like my podcast, for example, I have two, one for my business, which you're listening to now, and the other is for my gardening podcast called The Messed Up Gardener. I write my biz podcast and often I'll have a few ideas that pop up for my garden podcast and I always have a notepad next to me where I write the ideas down so I don't forget them and can put them out of my mind, removing the distractions, but I digress. I take my written podcast and I batch record however many I have scripted out that week and that alone improves my productivity. I have a relatively good routine around my podcasts. I prioritize the tasks based on their importance and the level of urgency around them. I avoid procrastination by breaking the tasks up into smaller, more manageable parts. And I set specific goals and basically deadlines for each of those tasks. But more importantly, to keep it fun, I record the podcast alternatively. Rather than do all my business ones in one go, I switch it up and record the business. Then I record the garden pod. Then the biz. I mean, you get the, you, you kind of get my point. I'm not often that organized, but I have been hit with inspiration a few times and scripted out a few podcasts in a day when the weather has been absolute shite. I find I'm most creative on those days as the weather helps to remove a ton of distractions like not being able to work on my bees or in the garden when it's raining. I take, you know, take advantage of times like that because these days it can be a different type of productive. Here is a bumper productivity hack that I do not do enough and that is to say no to tasks that do not align with my priorities or my goals. Too many times I'm finding myself saying yes to stuff that I just don't want to do but I end up doing it anyway and feeling miserable the whole time both in my business and in my personal life. I mean how many of us genuinely say yes to doing stuff we just don't want to do but we don't have it in our hearts to say no to them. So we still end up doing the whatever it is and being miserable. The next practice I follow to improve productivity I do is to stay motivated. And I do this by focusing on tracking my progress and celebrating my accomplishments. Motivation can be hard, especially if seeing the results can take years rather than minutes. I've talked about setting specific goals and to break them down into manageable tasks with specific milestones and deadlines. These timelines also help when setting budgets and schedules and timeouts and holidays. But by tracking, it also helps with celebrating my accomplishments, which I forget to do as once I have reached a goal, I'm already working on my next one as I'm already living my new normal. I do use a lot of positive self-talk and I have to remind myself of my strengths and my positive traits. The... um, To hack this aspect, I listen to subliminals with loads of positive affirmations and the music also acts as a focus music that in its own right boosts my productivity. I also always try to surround myself with supportive people. Not everyone understands my vision for the future, which is why I joined a mastermind filled with incredible entrepreneurs that totally get where I'm at. 
my business coach also keeps me on track regarding where I'm sitting in my business. This leads in nicely to my last practice, which is to continuously learn and improve new skills to increase productivity and efficiency. You're doing that literally right now by listening to this podcast episode. I read a heap of books and articles in my field, both in business and in my hobbies. I attend, where I can, any workshops, conferences and training sessions. Now that a lot of it's online, it's even easier than before. I'm always, always improving my contacts in my industry as networking is so ridiculously important. I am active in a number of online communities, discussion groups, that sort of thing. This is a fantastic way to stay on top of industry trends. I always try to at least once a year take an educational course that over the years have literally equated to a number of degrees, diplomas and certifications. It's important to keep up with knowledge because technology is always changing and to stay productive you need to keep up with change but this can also be done by watching educational videos or participating in webinars. Basically there's YouTube, there's all sorts of stuff online and if you have certain business coaches you're following or if you have mentors that you're following, grab whatever opportunity you can to watch their content to basically join in on their free workshops or their masterminds or definitely jump in uh, with a business coach myself included if that's something that interests you because often working with somebody that will keep you accountable for your business plan, your marketing plan, your critical pathways, all those sort of things that help and aid in keeping things productive is such a bonus. It is sometimes exceptionally hard to stay motivated if you're in it by yourself so a lot of solo entrepreneurs they benefit significantly from working with a business coach to continue to develop their business in whatever direction they need to go in but I have to confess the scariest way to improve my productivity has been to ask feedback from my colleagues bosses and my clients as there is always always room for improvement okay well I know this episode has been a short one but it feels like I went on forever I suppose because I've done it over two parts I had so much I wanted to cover and that there was at least I'm hopeful a few hacks you could take away from my experiences it is so funny when I hear my team call me the machine behind my back it's Not that I work as a machine, relentless in my tasks and things like that, but I use these hacks as I've been talking about in the last two episodes to maximize my time and get as much productivity out of it as possible while still trying to maintain a life and work balance. Now, I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to have that work-life balance. I know that it's been thrown around a lot and casually like almost a catchphrase going, oh, it's so great to have work-life balance. But I 
know from experience that if you work 24-7 and you don't get enough sleep and you try and juggle everything around your efficiency slip, your productivity slips, your relationship slip, everything just tends to unravel over time and you don't even realize it's happening until you're literally sitting there going, what on earth just happened? And you can crash and burn. I must confess a couple of times over the last few years, I worked myself almost to a point of, well, chronic fatigue and ridiculousness that I had to really take a step back and focus on the important aspects of my life and my biggest most important thing in my life is my daughter and spending time with her so I have been really focusing on getting my productivity levels maxed out so that I can spend maximum time possible with my daughter and that includes changing up my timelines that includes sitting down and planning my weeks out more thoroughly and helping my clients as much as I can as efficiently as I can while still having time out for me yes I still do my bees I do my podcasting I do my gardening I do my um me a lot of my social media and things but I am not anywhere near as aggressive in how I present those and basically what you see is what you get all my energy goes into well my daughter and my clients basically and obviously increasing and improving my efficiency in my businesses and my productivity. So I hope, I genuinely hope that you took something really positive away from all those things I've presented to you over, especially over the last two podcast episodes. If you didn't listen to the first one, definitely go back and have a listen. There was quite a lot in there. This time, this episode was a little bit more technical, but if you are ready to boost your productivity, I invite you to work with me in my one-on-one private business development containers. No, you don't have to have a business as I do help private clients with their goal setting and achieving those goals. Flick me a DM and let's chat to see how we can work together and let's biz you up. Till next week, thank you for listening and spending your time with me. I truly appreciate you. Have an amazingly abundant week and I'll buzz you later. Bye. Thanks again for being here today. In the show notes, you'll find all the links to my social media platforms. Do pop in and say hi. I hang out mostly on Instagram on the at buzzyouup page or you'll also find me at esther.aken. Please help yourself to my free confidence or courage subliminals. These are the best kept secret to changing and leveling up your mindset and getting next level results. You can find them on the www.bizyouup.com website. That's B-I-Z-Y-O-U-U-P.com. I'm going to be cheeky and thank you all in advance for helping your girl out with your awesome ratings and reviews and hitting that follow and subscribe button. Till next time. Buzz you all later and have an incredibly abundant week. Bye.